0: We're going to talk about five players to watch for the LA Kings for this upcoming season. We'll also pass along some injury updates on a Kings up-and-coming prospect, a Kings first-round pick, and one of the Kings top six forwards. That's next on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. And it seems like I was just asking if we could get to 500 subscribers on the YouTube channel uh, just last week. Well, um, we're at 525, so let's see if we can get up to 600 by the, uh, the end of the month. And by the way, welcome to September. We are... Closing in on NHL hockey. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. For The past 20 plus years, I've been at the Fox Sports Radio Network where I'm a co-host, sidekick, reporter, and NHL insider. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. We are in September and uh, coming up this month, we have Rookie Camp for the LA Kings, 15 days away from the 2020-12 Rookie Face-Off in San Jose, where the Kings will be taking part in a three-day event, along with teams like the Sharks and the Ducks, the Avalanche, the Golden Knights, and the Kraken. That's coming up on September the 10th. We're 27 days away from the Kings preseason opener against the Sharks on September 28th, and we are 40 days away from the LA Kings season opener October 11th against the Vegas Golden Knights. Today, we're going to talk about five players to watch for the upcoming season. And I could have picked three players to watch, uh, and kind of keeping with the theme we've had so far this week. uh, On Tuesday, I gave you three reasons why Kings fans might be concerned about the upcoming season. Uh, On Wednesday, I gave you three things to be excited about, to be positive about, and why the Kings will be better this coming season. I could have gone with three players to watch, but I think there's more than three players on the LA Kings that you're going to want to keep an eye out for this season. So here we go. Five players to watch for the LA Kings this upcoming season. And let's get the obvious one out of the way. It's a guy we've talked about many times here on Locked on LA Kings. And that, of course, is Kevin Fiala, the Kings' big offseason acquisition coming from the Minnesota Wild. Career numbers last season, 33 goals, 17 of them coming on the power play. Fifty-two assists for 85 points. He's going to be on the top line with Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe. And we want to see how he plays with the extra responsibility and pressure of being a top-line player, something he was not in Minnesota. He was a second-line player there. Uh, we want to see what kind of chemistry he's going to have with Kopitar and Kempe, how long it's going to take for them to start clicking and get comfortable with each other. Uh, we want to see how he's going to affect the power play Uh, We want to see how he performs with the expectations of signing a big contract and being one of the highest paid players on the Kings now. So everything with Kevin Fiala is something that we want to watch this year. Um, Again, when you're the big shiny new toy uh, on a team and there's so many expectations around you and you performed uh, brilliantly a year ago and now you're on a new team. uh, Pretty obvious why Kevin Fiala is one of the five players that you're going to want to watch. This season and, and see how he does in his first season with the LA Kings. So, that one was an obvious one. Wanted to go ahead and kind of get that one out of the way. The number four player to watch for the LA Kings is someone that we've also talked about a bit on Locked On Kings since I have taken over as your host, and that would be Gabe Villardi. Uh, I think it is put up or shut up time for Gabe Villardi, former first round pick, 11th overall in 2017, is now in his fifth season as a professional coming off a decent year in the AHL last year with the Ontario Reign and a handful of games with the LA Kings. He signed a one-year deal this off season. And uh, again, I think it's, it's his time to show he can be a reliable, valuable NHL player or not. Um, yeah. He's going to play on the third or fourth line. So the minutes uh, are going to be somewhat limited. The situations are going to be somewhat limited. Will he get time on the second power play unit remains to be seen. But regardless of his role, regardless of where he plays in the lineup, Gabe Velarde needs to prove he is an NHL player that he can contribute night in and night out, that he's going to bring it night in and night out and, again, uh, prove that he was worthy of being a first-round selection. Um, He hasn't shown it yet as an L.A. King. Um, And, again, I think that the time is running out for him. Uh, If he doesn't show this season – that he can consistently be in the lineup and be someone who can contribute on the third line or maybe the fourth line, then I think it's time for the Kings to say goodbye, move on, give him a chance to go somewhere else and see if he can prove it somewhere else, maybe get more uh, more minutes somewhere else on a team that's trying to rebuild, who knows, That that's willing to take a chance on a guy who was a former first-round pick. But there's a lot of other talented younger players that are in line behind Gabe Alardi that are waiting their turn. And I think that they're going to get their turn After this season, if Gabe Velarde doesn't show that he is, again, a legitimate NHL player that can contribute um, consistently uh, for a full season. Gabe Velarde, to me, a player to watch for the LA Kings this season. Another player that we've talked about significantly here on Locked on LA Kings uh, is at number three for me, and that is goaltender Cal Peterson. Uh, This is the first year of his three-year, $15 million contract that he signed last season. Uh, That's too much money to pay for a backup goalie. The Kings expected him to win the starting job last season. That did not happen. He was outplayed by Jonathan Quick. And after kind of sharing the job for most of the season, uh, it was clear that he was the number two goalie behind Jonathan Quick late in the year. And that is why Jonathan Quick started most of the games late in the season and all of the games, all seven playoff games against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Cal Peterson's save percentage last year was 895. That is not good enough. He must improve upon that. And remember, he's playing in in front of or or behind uh, a pretty good defensive team. Uh, The Kings were one of the better teams in goals allowed uh, last season. And uh, so there's no really excuse for him to, to have those kinds of numbers. Um, he was ranked 47th in the NHL among goalies that played at least 25 games as far as his save percentage. So he definitely needs to improve upon that. Um, and it's time to see if Cal Peterson is a number one goalie. Although if he isn't, I don't know what they do going forward um, because we don't know how well Jonathan Quick is going to play. And we all love Jonathan Quick. He's the greatest goaltender in the history of the LA Kings. This is the final year of his contract. You know, we'd all love to see him go out on a high note if this is the end of his career. If it isn't, and he signs again uh for you know more seasons, another season. What does that do with Cal Peterson? Again, five million dollars for a backup goalie is too much. So it's it's obviously a player to watch. Cal Peterson, can he finally wrestle that number one job away from jonathan quick can he finally show that he is a legitimate number one goalie we're not looking at an all-star here we're talking about just a guy who is a number one goaltender so far he has not proven that and that is what makes cal peterson a player to watch for this upcoming season i uh, will get to the number two and number one players to watch for this upcoming season for the la kings but first If you would like to place a wager on the LA Kings to win the Stanley Cup next season, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. Head to betonline or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. That is betonline, where the game starts. Our number two player to watch for the LA Kings is uh, definitely a bit of a wild card because there's actually a good chance he won't play for the LA Kings this season, but there is a chance he will. And that is defenseman Brant Clark. Um, Now there are options that are making the Kings possibly uh, decide to play him at the NHL level. Um, If you don't know, Brent Clark has two options for next season. He can play again for his junior team, or he can play for the LA Kings at the NHL level. He cannot be assigned to the AHL and the Ontario reign. If the Kings had their choice about it, they would love to have him play at least the start of the season in the AHL against professionals against older players uh, to kind of get acclimated to the professional level. But unfortunately, because of his age, that is not a consideration so the Kings have a decision to make. And the good news is they have uh, a window that they can use to see if he is going to be able to play at the NHL level. He, uh, his entry-level contract, which he signed last year, has not kicked in yet. It won't start until he plays 10 games at the NHL level. So he can have rookie camp. He can have training camp. He can have the preseason. And then nine NHL games to show the Kings if he is ready to take on the challenge of playing at the NHL level or not, and then they have a decision to make. Now, maybe they'll make the decision before then. Maybe he won't have a good training camp. Maybe he'll look a little out of sorts in preseason games, and then they'll be like, okay, the decision has been made. We're going to send him back to junior. But if he plays well in training camp, if he plays well in the preseason and he holds his own in those nine games at the NHL level, uh, then the Kings might, might decide the future is now. For Brant Clark, um, this was a guy that was the eighth overall pick in 2021. Uh, everyone is saying, who knows more than me, that he is a surefire NHL player. It's just a matter of when, uh, not if. Uh, he is a very offensive, talented defenseman. And we know that we don't have a lot of those uh, with the LA Kings. We've got Drew Dowdy. Sean Dursey has shown some talent. Jordan Spence has some offensive ability. When he's at the NHL level, which he's most likely not going to start uh, at the NHL level this coming season, he'll be in the AHL with the Ontario Reign. Uh, Everyone else, you know, Tobias Bjornfoot, Mikey Anderson, uh, Matt Roy, Sean Walker, more defensive-oriented players. Uh, So the Kings could definitely, you know, the Kings are an offensively challenged team, um, and they could use some help from the blue line. And uh, from all accounts, Brant Clark is a guy that can help out in that regard the question is though is he going to be ready this season if he is if he is if he is given the chance to play at the NHL level if he goes beyond the 10 game mark and is going to be with the AHL club all season long then obviously Brant Clark is going to be a player to watch for this upcoming season the number one player to watch I think um I'm not going to say this is a consensus pick because Kevin Fiala obviously is a guy a lot of Kings fans are going to say, that's the guy I want to watch the most. If Brant Clark makes it, a lot of people are going to be like, well, I got to see what this guy is all about. I've heard so much about him. But I think it's pretty clear, at least to me, that the number one player to watch for the LA Kings this season is Quinton Byfield. Now, I am not one of those fans that has hit the panic button on him yet. I don't even have my hand over the button yet but i would after this season if he doesn't show a decent step forward uh this is a guy who was the number 2 overall pick in the 2020 draft a lot of hype surrounding quinton byfield this is that this is a guy that's going to be a difference maker at some point and i understand why there is the concern he played 43 games at the ahl level and had modest points uh 12 goals 14 assists for 26 points again that was in 43 games with the Ontario Reign in 46 NHL games, he's got five goals, six assists for 12 points. Now, to be fair, uh, no one from his draft class has exactly lit the world on fire. Not even Alexi Lafreniere, the number one overall pick taken one selection before him by the New York Rangers. And everyone said this guy was going to be um, a franchise caliber type player. This guy was going to be a star at the NHL level. He is not a star at the NHL level at this point. Um, so he's a guy who's kind of in the spotlight as well. Now, granted, he has put up better numbers than Quentin Byfield um, in 135 games with the Rangers. Uh, he's got 52 points. Okay. It's not it's better than Quentin Byfield, but he certainly isn't you know what they were expecting. They were expecting a lot more from this number one overall pick. And then the player taken directly after Quentin Byfield, I know a lot of Kings fans have kind of pointed at him to say, hell, we should have taken this guy. And that's for Tim Stutzla from the Ottawa Senators. His numbers are uh, a bit better uh, than Alexi Lafreniere. 132 games for Tim Stutzla. Uh, He has 87 NHL points so far. So again, none of those three guys have exactly become superstars. Uh, Matter of fact, none of them have become superstars. Um, But Quentin Byfield, of those three, has been the player that has performed the least uh, as far as the numbers go. And there are some reasons for it. I mean, he is 20 years old, uh, just turned 20 years old in August. Um, and there was the ankle issue last season, which I think slowed down his development, having to do rehab and those types of things to get his game going before he, you know, got his first full taste of NHL action. So I'm willing to—I'm not going to say I'm going to write off last season, but I'm willing to—I'm willing to concede that there are reasons why. Quentin Byfield may have not shown the ability that we were all hoping to see sooner rather than later. Um, I did see Quentin Byfield play at the Kings development camp this year. Um, and I will say the, the scrimmage that they played, the closeout camp uh, was encouraging to me. Again, it's just one scrimmage and it's not against NHL players. That said, Quinton Byfield showed the flash and the spark that I think we all want to see at the NHL level this coming season. Now, not going to say he's going to do that consistently, but honestly, last year, when you think about Quentin Byfield, was there ever um, a, sh- a shift or a game where you thought, ah, that's why they picked him number two overall. That's why so many people are so high on this guy. Not really. I mean, it, 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 there weren't a lot of moments where Quinton Byfield did something where you say, that's a special player. Will we see that this season? That is my hope. Um, Again, I'm not expecting to see that on a nightly basis, but I do expect to see it, I don't know, on a weekly basis. Uh, Maybe every three or four games, he does something that gets your attention. Uh, You know, he's got the size and everybody is talking about how, you know, he's kind of the next Kopitar as far as a big guy who can also be very skilled and talented. You know, I'd love to see him hold the puck into the zone in the corners using his body to shield off defenders like Andre Kobotar does and then set somebody up for a goal. Just something like that. I think if I saw a few of those types of plays, I'd be willing to say, OK, this is this is the I understand this is the guy, but we really haven't seen much of that yet. So this is the year for Quentin Byfield to show us some of those flashes that made him the number two overall pick, some of those skills Um, and, and that attitude that I saw at the development camp where he was skating with a purpose, where he was skating with confidence, with an attitude, that's what we need to see this coming season from Quentin Byfield. I'm not saying the guy's going to score 50 points. Uh, but again, just show us some of that ability, some of that flash, some of that skill that has so many people hopeful and excited that this guy can be not just an NHL player, but a above average NHL player, a star NHL player. It's not gotten off to a great start, but I am willing to wait and see how this season goes for Quentin Byfield before I'm ready to say, okay, we've seen a full NHL season and this guy doesn't have it. Or this guy, it's going to take a little more time, but I can see it. Or hopefully we say, ah, this is it. This is the season we wanted to see. This is the skill we wanted to see. This guy is a great third line center behind Andre Kopitar and Philip Deneau. We are set down the middle. Uh, for this season and the next few seasons. uh, We're we're feeling really good about where the Kings are at the center position. That's what we all hope to see from Quentin Byfield. We're going to have to wait and see if that happens. But as I said, I think Quentin Byfield, to me, pretty clearly is the the number one player to watch this coming season for the LA Kings. We're going to talk about three Kings players of note. Um, And there I am back to the three things again. Uh, But uh, three Kings players who have been having some injury issues that we need to update you on. And I should say three Kings players in the Kings organization. But first um, you're hanging out with some friends and you're putting back a few drinks. And if you become a few too many and the evening comes to an end and people are starting to head out and you think about calling for a ride, but now you live nearby, you can make it home. Okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds are going to get pulled over anyway. And if you, if you, what's the worst that could happen, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk and the results are tragic and often deadly. However, it still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers to keep our road safe and save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Uh, full credit to John Hoven over at Mayors Manor for this news. And you can check his stuff out at mayorsmanor.com. And uh, thanks to him, we have injury news on Martin Chromiak, Alex Turcott, and Victor Arbutson. Uh, We'll start with Martin Chromiak, uh, if that is a name that maybe you are not familiar with. Uh, he was taken in the fifth round, 128th overall by the Kings in the 2020 draft out of Slovakia. Uh, He took a huge step in his development last season, scoring 44 goals with 86 points for the Kingston Frontenacs in the OHL. And that opened up the eyes of a lot of talent evaluators. And they were saying, wow, the Kings really got themselves a steal in the fifth round. Uh, Well, Chromiak did not play in the World Junior Championships recently uh, because he had a physical issue. We didn't know what it was. But again, according to Mayor's Manor, Martin Chromiak was suffering from a virus uh, he lost up to 15 pounds and he was unable to participate in the world juniors because of that illness. Uh, the news now is that he is on the mend uh, and he is uh, recovering and they are hoping that he will be available for the Kings upcoming rookie camp. Uh, if he is, we'll, we'll definitely, that's definitely going to be an encouraging time that he is uh, on his way to recovery and uh, ready to resume his NHL career. Uh, the news doesn't appear to be as good for former Kings first-round pick Alex Turcott, who suffered two concussions last season playing for the Ontario Reign in the AHL. Turcott failed his physical uh, at the development camp this past season, uh, and now it appears that his uh, status at the moment is kind of up in the air. Uh, it is pretty clear that the Kings are going to be extremely cautious with the former fifth overall pick in 2019. If we see him back on the ice soon, then that's that's obviously a great sign uh, that the Kings uh, feel like uh, he's ready to go because I don't see them taking any chances with him at all. He's going to have to be 100% showing no symptoms of anything before they even consider putting him back on the ice and and, uh, taking in any contact. They're going to be extremely careful with him. They're going to err on the side of caution for a number of different reasons, not only for his health and safety, but because of the investment they made in him and, and the fact that he needs to get right and be able to get on the ice and show his talent. But certainly still a concern for Alex Turcott, a guy that uh, a lot of Kings fans, including myself, had high hopes for when he was drafted. Thought he was going to be a real impact player in the near future, but so far he's been derailed by the injuries. And and right now, um, no encouraging signs as far as him being on the ice and skating and, and doing the things to get ready for for rookie camp and training camp, but we'll see. Uh, and also, uh, second-line winger Victor Arbitson uh, continues his recovery from off-season surgery for a herniated disc in his back. We knew his status for training camp and the start of the regular season was going to be a question mark. Uh, the report is that he is skating, but apparently, um, according to John Hoven, uh, he is not expected to be cleared for any full contact in training camp. Uh, he's a question mark for the start of the season. Now, if RV is not going to go at the start of the season, that uh, would possibly open up some options for other players. Uh, one of them we talked about earlier, uh, Gabe Velarde could see uh, some time on the second line. Um, Arthur Kaliev likely, I think, would slot up in the second line, um, but who knows? Uh, there are going to be some options open if Victor Arbitson isn't ready for the start of the season. We don't know if that's going to be the case yet or not, but there were some uh, some injury and health updates on three players of note in the LA Kings organization. Again, Martin Kromiak recovering from a virus uh, Alex Turcotte still recovering from his multiple concussions a year ago, and Victor Arvidsson recovering from surgery on his back for a herniated disc. Obviously, uh, you're watching this channel, Locked On LA Kings, and I'm going to talk about hockey 99% of the time. But I do think there is some value in getting to know me a little bit, if you're interested in that at all. Um, and you, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you'll notice I'm not wearing any LA Kings gear today, which I normally do. I'm wearing my Fresno State baseball cap. I've got my Fresno State Bulldog t-shirt on, and that's because my Fresno State Bulldogs are kicking off the college football season tonight in a game against Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. I'm getting ready to watch it right after I get done doing this. Uh, In addition to being a huge hockey fan, I am a big football fan as well, and in particular, I love supporting my gritty gutty Bulldogs uh, from Fresno State. Matter of fact, the Bulldogs are going to be in Los Angeles to face USC in a few weeks, and I'll be out at the Coliseum, rooting on my bulldogs. And, uh, if you happen to be planning on attending that game, uh, let me know, send me an email and, uh, and we can uh, meet up and say hello. I, I am more than happy to meet up any listeners, any supporters of the locked on LA Kings channel. We could talk a little bit of hockey and, uh, and that, and root on our teams as well. So speaking of emails, tomorrow is our email time, our, our mailbag time, our inbox time, uh, listener feedback. Uh, on Locked On LA Kings coming up on Friday show. Uh, there is still time if you have a question or a comment or anything you would like to talk about to send me an email, which will be read and answered on Friday's show. The email address is Locked on Eddie at gmail.com, E D D I E, Eddie at gmail.com. To keep up to date with the show and what's going on with the LA Kings, please follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked On LA Kings. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. The Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022. It's an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts on the Locked On Podcast Network put their betting, and put, there's a betting angle as well from Lee Sterling from Locked On Bets. Uh, they all combine for the Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Audacity app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast thanks as always for joining us here on locked on la kings i'm eddie garcia reminding you as always go kings go